<laughs> no test tonight. Not yet. Well, you've been testing all day, probably. I'm sure you've been testing. All right. My goodness. We got some new people. How y'all doing? Did they welcome you? Did y'all welcome them? All right. All right. You, you're an expression of me. All right. All right. They didn't welcome. Come and talk to me. All right. Welcome. Welcome to Welcome Ministries. We believe in the one new man in Yeshua, the new man being revealed, Jew and Gentile. Amen. I mean, <laughs> it's like, where's that scripture at? The new man being revealed. My goodness. It's called the hidden man of the heart. So, you know, after we get underneath all that flesh, we can get to the real man. The hidden man. He's hidden. My goodness. The hidden man. All right, y'all know it's Friday, so this is the most. <laughs> if y'all, if they didn't tell you, I like to interact with. The shepherd should be able to interact with the sheep. Ain't that right? The shepherd should smell just like the sheep because he's been with the sheep. Right? He's not up in some high place and can't come and talk to me and nothing like that. How can I, how can I guide you if I can't see your face and know your name you know the sheep know the they know the shepherd's voice they know his face you go out there and call to a shepherd a sheep and you're not their shepherd they won't look at you okay question is who is your shepherd mm. you know why because he said i will give you what pastors shepherds after my own heart I tell people before, you can't choose your pastor then. God said he's going to do it. He's going to put you right where you don't want to be. <laughs> Comfortable, by your house, around the corner. <laughs> the anointing costs you something. If you're not willing to sacrifice, it's a problem. I mean, they would take 3,000-mile pilgrimage to go to Jerusalem. I mean, we don't want to go over the, over the bridge. <laughs> That's too much, ain't it? Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Mm. Man. Everybody doing okay? All right. I ain't got to pump you up because you should be pumped already because you woke up this morning. And we're going into the twilight now. Amen. Man, I love. How are you expressing your love? I got to do that. What I got to do? Because love is an expression. Yep. So how are you expressing your love? I mean, we have people say we love God, but we're in rebellion. So it's like you expressing your love to God in rebellion. Yeah. How are you expressing your love? It's hmm. a good question, isn't it? Man. What is your desire for God? I'm, I'm going to teach you a little bit tonight on Satan's desire. Can I do that? You want to do that? Can I teach you a little bit on Satan's desire? Y'all want to know God's desire. You need to know your opponent. 
I think too many of us come to church and we don't know our opponent. We keep thinking our opponent is our husband, our wives, our, our friends, our families, our co-workers, our boss, instead of, you know, the unseen enemy. I think too many of us really don't have the understanding of that. And it shows in your expression of love to one another. Have no tolerance. Hmm. <sighs> take my time. We already in there. All right. You know, my prayer today is that the enemy be bound for about three hours. And the love of God be loosed in this place. In Jesus' name. So you got to, you, you can't just bind them forever because you're going to go back to your stuff. So it don't make sense to me. To bind him wow. forever, the spirits that you've been dealing with. How about I just bind him for about three hours where you can hear? Mm. Mm. And then you decide if you're going to allow him to continue to infiltrate. Hello? Yes, sir. Oh, y'all know I don't play. <laughs> it's good stuff. How are we expressing our love to one each other? How are we expressing our love toward leadership? How are we expressing our love, you know, toward God? In your faithfulness? Hmm. Are we really echad? That means one. Are we really one? We, we got to. Are we really one? It's, it's so many of us come to church and we deceive. You know, it's like we come, but there's no real expression of the spirit of God. And well, to do that, you must be really born again. And I didn't mean everybody is speaking in tongues. No, that's not it. I need to know, are you bearing fruit? Hmm? I mean, you should ask some questions sometimes. Am I really a believer? Do I actually believe? Do I ask? I'm just saying. You gotta ask yourself those the, the hard question. Do you know yourself? Yes. The Bible said that you are to know yourself. You are to know your character. Who, first of all, do you have the character of Christ? That comes with being born again. There's a certain behavior, attitude that goes with being saved. A lot of us, we got bad attitude. That, that's not a sign that you saved. Is that right? Come on, talk to me, y'all. Soon somebody say something to you. Okay. Before we go anywhere, so put this up. Put Proverbs 12, 1 up. Because I think some of us might have forgotten. Let's put up Proverbs 12, 1. Okay. Let's do it. Proverbs chapter 12 at verse 1. <laughs> to learn, you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. Let me see if it sounds better. Let me see if it sounds better on this side. Come on, I got one. Read that again, minister. <laughs> to learn. Is the oil over here? Okay. All right. Go ahead. 
You must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. That's what the body of Christ (laughs) all over. They hate correction. You know how your kids hate correction. You correct them because you love them. And you know the way. The Bible says the way of the transgressor is what? Easy. No, it's hard. (laughs) So I'm trying. And a lot of times when people come to ministry, they want to know why. Why is it so much correction? Because it is under the apostolic. It's what brings correction. This is the thing. And correction establishes your sonship. That you're not on the outside. The Bible said a bastard child. And Gentile simply means one without covenant. You are covenant now, people. Yeah. Okay. We got to act like we covenant people then. Check your demon at the door. Because you know I will call them out. That's another thing. We got to stop playing with demons. Okay, maybe. I mean, I'm trying to, I feel like this is just an offshoot from intercessory prayer. Maybe I just need to stay in that vein. We do. We got to deal with some things, man. We got to deal with some things. But you can't deal with anything with God if you don't love. If that is not your foundation for your salvation, are you saved? If you're not connected and one with each other, we are the body of Christ. That means you can't just do what you want to do. (laughs) You can't, okay, ten of your toes came, but one stayed home. You show law. You can't. Right? See, that's another thing. We, 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 it's a, it's like this thing that the body of Christ don't understand that we are the body. We are the body of Christ. What happens to one happens to all of us. Right? We're supposed to be unified. Love is the, is the bond that keeps us together. That's the cohesiveness of how we fellowship with each other. Everything is relationship. Everything relates to something else. Yeah? See, I told y'all, we're going to talk about relationships forever because everything is about relationships. Everything. Man. Let's read that one more time. We'll make sure that gets in you. To learn, you must love discipline. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You must love discipline. There's a comma right there. I tell you to stop, pause. Something's about to come. Right? All right. You must love, and as teacher said, love is who? God. Yep. <laughs> so you must love God. <laughs> okay. You must love discipline. 
So, are we disciplined? Before you ask that, are you self-disciplined? See, if we be, are self-disciplined together, we can be disciplined. If we are self-disciplined. How do you become self-disciplined? First, you must ascribe value to what needs to be done. I must be disciplined. So I need to ascribe value to what I do. I must ascribe value to what I hear. That's right. I must ascribe, ascribe value to you. See, everything that we do in the body, it includes you. Because love, it's true love, is with God and man. So you can't say you love God and hate that person. You can't say you love God and hate that person. We do that. We do that. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. If you, if you love God, you can't love sin. Two of us love sin. I don't care what you say. Because you don't like correction. Oh, we're going to talk about y'all today. It's <laughs> a good thing. Can I just take my time a little bit? All right. All right. <laughs> All right. And another thing. Do what you're being taught. Don't do the opposite of what you're being taught. It make it hard to bring the word when you do what you want to do. Okay. See, this is what we don't. Paul said, we all become one. We, we have to be one in how we do things and in the body. We, wait a minute. I got the mind of Christ. You got the mind of Christ. You got the mind of Christ. You got the mind of Christ. How can we do in so many different things? How come we're doing so many different things? How can we act differently toward each other if we all got the mind of Christ? He's not schizoid. He's not bipolar. He don't operate in fear. So if we all have the mind of Christ, how come we're so discombobulated? We, we can't even decide on baptisms. We can't even decide on the gifts of the Spirit. Are they still here or are they not here? They're manifesting you, but I don't believe they are. The Bible don't tell you none of that. That's your doctrine. Yeah, We're going to get there. Yeah. I'm a pastor that like to address the atmosphere. I want to make sure we hearing right and thinking right. Take heed to what you hear and how you hear it. I need you to right now to be an active listener, not a passive one, not a passive listening with your emotions. Don't listen so much as how I say it, but what I'm saying. Because your emotions going to get in there. I told you I'm passionate. Might sound like I'm angry, but I'm not. <laughs> Only person I get angry at, at is sin and the devil. And you too should do the same. We treat each other better then. We 
would. I know you didn't mean to say that. I know you didn't mean to do that. You know, we don't never do that. Know exactly what you said. Know exactly what you meant. No, you don't. First of all, you got a problem in communication. How to express what you really feel. Oh, my goodness. Mm, just, just talk right here. Just, just talk. Pastor come in, you know, this is turn with me to Leviticus and we just get into it. Wait, wait a minute. I got some situations here. You know, should, should take a survey. Are you baptized in the Holy Spirit? Because you're not going to receive the word. <laughs> in the revelatory state that you're supposed to. You'll just stay on the surface. And you'll just be able to hear your voice and not what Holy Spirit is actually saying at this moment while you are here and present. What is he saying tonight? You're not here by an accident. You're here by design. It may came through a person, but it was by God's design because you have a will. See, he's speaking many ways, yet man don't perceive it. Yeah, he can speak. He can speak to you. He has. You just need to know his voice. And you need to know your voice. And you need to know Satan's voice because you hear him all the time. But you're not supposed to. Oh, we're going to get in there. Who you designed to hear is God's voice. But you don't know your voice. Mmm. Mmm. No, we don't. Oh, man. I keep trying to do it, but <laughs> he pulling me back out. I'm trying to go back into what I got written. I got another question. How come we don't let our past be just that? Give my message. Oh, I got to show you something with that tonight. Mm. I'm just saying, how come we don't allow the past be just that? You meet somebody, you start talking to them about your past. That's not... <laughs> but you can't keep it because you're in your emotion, you're in feelings. See, I want you to feel. I want you to feel what I'm feeling. I don't even know you. I'm, that's another thing. Y'all got to be careful with these relationships. All right. First time, most of the time, it's the counterfeit. But you ain't been studying the original, so you don't know how to justify what is the counterfeit. You don't study counterfeit bills to find a counterfeit. You study the original. Right. So if you want to be in a good relationship, who have you marked? Yeah. Hmm? Can you be marked? <laughs> By now, you should be marked. 
<sighs> you 30, 40 years, you shouldn't be making those same mistakes you did when you were in your 20s. You shouldn't be making the same situation. You have not grown then if you're making the same judgment. You haven't done that. 50 years old, 40 years old, 30, some 30s. You should be able to, you should be have some wisdom on you by now. You should have that flesh under control at some point. Oh, we don't want to talk about the flesh. This Bible study. I told y'all, like the wolf, he studies you. As inconspicuous as the wolf seen, he's already studying you. He don't have to look at you to study you. Because they have such keen smell and sense. And hearing, they can hear your heartbeat. I'm talking about the enemy too. That's how he do with you. He study you just like that. Mm. That's the problem with most Christians. We don't know our opponent. The Bible says when you're ignorant in any area, any area that you're ignorant in, the enemy can take an advantage over you. He has an advantage over you. So if you don't understand the unity in the body of Christ, he's going to take an advantage over you in that area. Did y'all hear what I said? This is why it's so important for us to understand the unity that we're supposed to bring when we come into the presence of God together. Because if you don't, he'll have you all an island to yourself, sitting right in the midst of the congregation. Because you're ignorant in this area. Any area. Any area that you're ignorant in, he will come for. He studies you. I told you, this is why you can't be hurt. You got to be healed. Because when you're hurt, it leads footsteps right to him, to you. You bring him right to you when you're hurt and you haven't forgiven. And then he put out the call. And, and then they all surround you. Now you're getting hit from every side. Continuously, because you wouldn't forgive. That's a big thing. Believers go to their grave. With offenses. Mm, mm, mm. That's real right there. And you're supposed to be free. But you can't because you're still living in the past hurts. <laughs> oh, man. You do have to get over it. <laughs> you do have to get over it. I know people say that all the time. You get over it. Yes, you do. You can't hold on to it. <clears throat> I mean, how's that working out for you? How's it working out for you? I mean, we want to talk about Satan's desire. Man, I'm just, can I get through yours? Are you desiring the things of God? You are? Are you growing? Yes. 
or you say, I told you, I told you on Tuesday. When you, thank you, Mario. When you don't forgive, when you're bitter, when you're hurt, when you're emotional, it freezes you. So you can't move when the attack comes. You're stuck. I showed y'all in the Old Testament when um, the Chaldeans represented the demons in the Old Testament. Every place that they were, they overtook every, they overtook Babylon. I told you for Nebuchadnezzar to get into Babylon and be the king, what he did was they sent 10 years prior to that, they sent out not a warrior to infiltrate. They sent a friend. He came as a friend. That friend was established in the beginning. That's how Nebuchadnezzar got into his kingship there. Because they were infiltrated. That's what the enemy is trying to do with you. But it, with you, it's your thoughts. It is the battleground. Man. Hey, y'all know I'm a. I'm going to go to a familiar scripture, but it, that's the problem. We're too familiar with the scripture. And it has no value no more. I mean, because it's been preached all wrong. Mm. I want to bring. Jesus said, come and learn of me. You don't need to come and learn of the pastor. You need to learn of Jesus. You don't need to come and learn of a denomination. You need to learn of Jesus. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I told y'all, you got to be careful. He said, Paul said, when I leave, wolves are going to creep in amongst you. So he had 12 and he had a Judas. Then he said, let the wheat and tear grow together. What's he saying? Some of you in here. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get the wind, the that's to blow. Because when, when the wind blows, the wheat bends. But the tear stands straight up. Yeah. I don't need to change. Okay. This whole thing about salvation is about you changing. <laughs> yeah. That pride. That pride. That tail won't. When the wind blows, <laughs> thing won't. It won't move. It won't move. Man. I told y'all about the acacia tree. Right. I told you the, the acacia tree. It is. It is. It, most resilient tree. It thrives in the wilderness. That's supposed to be you. You in the wilderness right now. You're not on Euclid Road. You're in the wilderness. You're absolutely on your way to Shemayim, heaven. So on, you must be in the wilderness because you ain't in heaven yet. This is why you need a shepherd, because he's to shepherd you on the right path. See, pastors have just been so abused. 
Because you do it. Don't hold them accountable. In love. There ain't supposed to be yoga in here. There ain't supposed to be contemporary prayer in here. Y'all know. Little bees going. Y'all know why they do this? Does anybody know why they do this at the wall? Does anybody know? You've seen it. Who's seen it? You've seen it, right? See, in Talmudic teachings, see, in Talmudic teaching, it's called the spark of life. And what they're trying to extract is the spark of life. It's called the tree of life. I don't know where you get the spark, but it's the tree of life. And I told you, so many churches have been infiltrated with Talmudic and Kabbalistic teachings, and you have no idea that you've been subject to it. I'm going to teach you on that. I'm going to let you know. It's all over. Kundalini spirit is all in the church. Y'all know that Kundalini spirit. So if you do any study in Hinduism, that's where it comes from. The holy laughter, the same thing. I didn't say you can't laugh in God. But there's a difference when it's a spirit behind it. I mean, you, you give them a prophecy and you shaking your head. I can't even do it how fast they do it. That, 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 where, where is that from? But the church is allowing it. No one is holding anyone accountable. What spirit? Is that? See, my job as a pastor is to guard you from that. Tell you what it is so you don't do it. Let you know how things get infiltrated, amalgamated into the church. I'm not going to mess with y'all Lent people. Mm, Everything. Got Catholicism in it. The two chairs on the pulpit. That's Catholicism. Hello? Oh, they like, I'm coming for it. I'm going to come for it. However many. Now they got Egyptian hieroglyphs on them. See, church, people just, I mean, for real, y'all, for real. Yeah, they do. Gold. Y'all going to beat me. I'm just trying to show you how things happen. And you just sit back and willingly allow it. Say that, pastor. You don't even know what he's saying. So then Paul said, they're going to come in. He said, false teacher is going to come amongst you, out from you. No one has discerning of spirits to see if it's of God. That's the gift, to see if the spirit is of God. And he kept saying it over and over again, let no man deceive you. 
By any means, let no man deceive you. Well, if you're telling us that, it must be deception in the body of Christ. Yeah? Oh, man. All right. Okay. Am I helping anybody? Yeah, because we forget sometimes. We forget sometimes. Okay. Let's do this. Y'all ready? I think y'all ready now. I think y'all ready now. Okay. Glory to God. What was Satan's desire before he fell in heaven and before the world was created? What was Satan's desire? Hmm. Go ahead, Pastor. <laughs> we can find it, though. It's all in the Word. I told you. Nothing that you could ask, no situation that you could be in is outside of the Word of God. The antediluvian period is in the Word of God. Nothing in time exists outside of the Word of God. Antediluvian, that's before the flood. Okay, man, the word of God, if you just would go into it, All right. meditate, y'all meditate, mm-hmm. okay, y'all meditate on the word, y'all remember I told you what meditating is, I, uh, it also means to growl, meditate also means to growl like a lion over his prey, it devours that prey, that's what meditate means, is to devour, that's another meaning of it, okay, so do you do you really do that after the word? Do you? Do, I mean, uh, think about it. A lion, they hungry. They they got a fast metabolism. They blessed. So <laughs> got a fast metabolism. Some of y'all like that too. Man, I gotta watch everything I eat. So uh, you got to be. But it also means to it means to devour like a lion. So meditate also means that. Oh, oh, Jesus. Teacher. I, I'm, <clears throat> it's coming. And some of you may have been exposed to certain things. I just got to make sure that you hear right. I, you got to make sure that, you're, that this gospel that we preach, this gospel that we teach, it, it, it should be so, so much in you that you just, when you hear the wrong thing, It, it should strike something. It should holy. It's Holy Spirit in you should be like, wait a minute. And you got to be careful because the enemy he says things so subtle. Just like I told y'all, I don't care. I told y'all. I heard you know you had Tyler Perry up there. Talking about in front of fifty thousand people. You don't have to be sacrificed. Hold on. Stop. Shh, stop. Stop. You got to be careful. What, what? Explain. Explain that because the Bible said that you are to present your body as a living sacrifice. Holy and what? Acceptable. Acceptable to who? So I got to be careful how I hear. What, what are you saying? Because you can have some people, some babes out there understand that and not understand the atoning or the sacrifice that Christ made. 
once and for all. But you got to hear, but I'm going to show you something here, how it's been played out. And what happens is we just don't see the enemy for what he is. He doesn't come as Satan. He's never going to come as Satan. He's going to come as somebody you really love. Somebody you don't put your trust into. That's how he's going to come. Mm-hmm. All right. They said, move on, Pastor. All right. Stay behind the Pope. If y'all can't see me now. All right. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, Isaiah 14 tells us Satan's desire. And I know you heard that this is the five I will. So, minister, let's go there. Isaiah 14. Mm. These statements are going to, once y'all get revelation, they're going to shock you in a moment here. All of these statements have to do with being lifted up, going up, being seen, being higher up. Mm -hmm. Go to Isaiah 14, 12. Satan's great desire for. Isaiah chapter 14 at verse 12. How have you fallen from heaven, O light bringer, and day star, son of the morning? How you have been cut down to the ground, you who weakened and laid low the nations, O blasphemous, satanic king of Babylon. And you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. Stop. As a man think of in his heart, so is he. He's telling you his desire. Right here. He's telling you his desire that's in his heart. Right here. 14. Oh, go ahead, finish here. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Mm. I will sit upon the mount of assembly in the uttermost north. Up. North is up. Right? Okay, go ahead. Verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of mm. the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. He will make himself like El Elyon. This is what he's saying. I will make myself like him. Verse 15. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol. Okay, to hold on. This is God talking now. <laughs> okay. All right, go ahead. To the <clears throat> innermost recesses of the pit, the region of the dead. Verse 16. No, stop right there. Read that again. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, Hades, to the innermost recesses of the pit, the region of the dead. Okay. Will. <clears throat> Wills. Will means desire. 
Okay? Will means desire. Satan said, I will. My desire is this. Okay? An example, like somebody say, uh, um, someone says to you, uh, will you come over? And you say, I will. That means you desire to go. Right? I like it. Okay. Satan does the same thing with you. Come on, y'all, fill in that blank. Come on, look at that thing you love. Ah, that thing you desire. You will. <laughs> you will. Your desire is to do it. Okay. Oh, okay. Desire means will. Or oh, will, should I say, means desire. So Satan had made his desire very clear here, didn't he? I want in my heart to be lifted up. I want to be high. I want to be exalted. I want to be worshipped like God. That was his desire. See, and what you desire... Do you desire to forgive? Do you desire to love? Oh, do you desire to trust? Because you don't, you can't, you cannot do anything for that. You either trust or you don't. You can't work on trusting. You either trust or you don't. Just like you either believe or you don't. Okay. You either save or not. Okay. Here we go. Okay. He said, I want people to worship me. He was saying, I want to be seen. You got to be careful because sometimes people say, I don't want to be seen, but that's what they really want. Oh, my God. Sure they do. They want to be acknowledged. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Okay. This is the very nature that we are born with. We have the nature, the inherited nature, or, or should I say, the inherited Adam's nature, right? We have fallen. Yes, hold on. <laughs> we do. But by nature, inherited Adam's sin. Right? By nature, we inherited Adam's sin. And Adam and Eve were not the original or the originator of sin. They were not. Satan was the original, the first to sin. Hmm. So if we really want to be deep, we are not born not only with um, the Adamic nature, but we're also born with a satanic nature. Nature. That's real. That's real. Because Adam and Eve are not the originators of sin. Oh. Okay. So, you, not only were you just born with the Adamic sin nature, Adam, 
but the satanic sin of Hasatan, Satan. Because he is the original originator of it. That's right. He's the epicenter of where it started. All right. Are y'all getting to something? Okay. All right. Pull on the anointing. All right. <laughs> he can deliver some stuff here. Oh, okay. So, we have a satanic nature. And that nature is the five of the five I wills. That nature is the five I wills. Mm-hmm. I want to be looked at. Lift me up above you. That's what pride do. Worship and follow me. Third of the angels fell with him. Pay attention to me. Mm-hmm. Before you come to Christ, the most important person was you. Mm-hmm. Before you came to Christ, the most important person was you. <sighs> it was you. Okay, watch this. We still have a little bit of that residue in us. Mm-hmm. Okay, we take a group picture. Who the first person you look for? Yourself. That's the first person you look for. Oh, I don't like that picture. Take it again. You know, you like, you like, <laughs> Woo. all right. How many people are in your selfie? How many people in your selfie? Mm. Oh, you still got a little residue in you. Look at me. You still got a little residue in you. Yeah, you do. Look at me. You got a little bit in you. Yeah, you do. And if it ain't that, it's something else. If it ain't that, it's something else. Mm-hmm. I just want to know how many people in your selfie. Mm. See, when you're born again and we have Christ's nature, and begin to make mature, or begin to actually mature in Christ, Christ, he always turned the attention off from himself to the attention of the Father or the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear that? So when you become, okay, the attention should no longer be on you. It should be on the Father, the Holy Spirit, oh, and your brethren. Mm-hmm. He said, I, he said no, I call, he said, I, I call to do the, the will of the Father. This is what he said. I come to do the will of the Father. I say what the Father say. I do what the Father does. And when the Spirit comes, 
He's going to, he's going to do this. He's going to say this. He's going to say that. He's going to say this about the Holy Spirit, about Jesus. He's going to say this about Jesus. Because Jesus, because the Holy Spirit does what? He reveals Jesus. He's going to talk about him. Christ, Jesus, reveals the Father. You seen me? You've seen the Father. I and the Father are one. See, remember, Jesus is the word of God. I know, but he had two natures. Just, just hold on a minute. Jesus, Yeshua, was the word of God. He is the voice of God in the earth. God is the incarnate word wrapped in flesh. God's word is wrapped in flesh. That's God. That's his word. That's who Jesus is. He is the word of God. See, eventually that's going to hit you. And I can only do what my father said because I'm his voice. And his word cannot return to him void because I'm his word. I and the father are echad. One. It's revelation in him. Man. It can only do, it can only accomplish what he sent it because he spoke it. He is the word of God. It had to go to the cross. <laughs> Can this cup pass? No. Here we go. Listen to this. Remember that the word said that when the Holy Spirit comes, he is going to testify of me. Jesus, the word. He, the Holy Spirit, talks about Jesus, and the Father lifts up the Son. If we could listen in on a conversation, it would be like this. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, yo, you're wonderful. No, 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 you're wonderful. That would be the conversation because they all speak of the other. to reveal and speak of him. <clears throat> Man. So the more you become like Christ, the more you want to focus and pay attention on God and others. Up, oh, The more you become like Christ, the more you want to focus listen, on others. And God. Is that your focus or is your job your focus? Or your relationship with somebody. Is that your focus? Your husband or wife, it shouldn't be yet, shouldn't be your focus. My focus is God. He's not a priority. He's my focus. Priority, you can move things around. See, that's what we do. He's a priority. He's not your focus. Because everything else, when he's my focus, everything else got to bow to it. I don't care what you got to do, where you got to go. Everything else bows to my, I'm going to show y'all what worship is. <sighs> all right, am I doing all right? Y'all following me? Y'all yeah. tracking? Yeah. All right. Okay. Y'all sure? Yeah. Okay, we'll find out. We're going to get to it. Okay. 
All right, here we go. Hmm. Did I move my spot? Okay. Okay. Hold on, T. I'm, uh, thank you. Thank you. Okay, here we go. All right. Got that. Okay, here we go. We was in Isaiah, right? We did 12, right? Go to 11. I know we started at 12, but let's read 11. Now, I'm going to ask you also to put the new King, new King James up as well, along with this. And I'll show you why later on, okay? Isaiah chapter 14 at verse 11. There you go. Your pomp is brought down to Sheol, and the sound of your stringed instruments, the maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. Like, wait a minute, what is you talking about? What in the world? So, you see what it says, your pomp, yep. your pride. Yep, exactly what that is. Exactly. Your pride. And magnificence are brought down. Woo, okay. Not a good position. This is very important. Satan, let me see here. Read it again. Read it again in, in the New King James. Your pomp is brought down to Sheol, and the sound of your stringed instruments, the maggot is spread under you, and worms cover you. I'm going to show you something in a, in a minute. Satan has the sound of your string. Mm -mm. I am. I promise you. Satan has the sound of your string. String instrument. Just remember that, okay? I'm going to come back to that in a little bit. Isaiah 14. Fourteen. Uh, let's see here. Fourteen fourteen. I think that's where I want to go. Isaiah chapter 14 at verse 14. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high. Okay, hold on. Isaiah 14 is actually prophecy given to the king of Babylon. Okay? Mm -hmm. But we know God is addressing Satan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, okay, come on, follow me. But it was given to a man, but it was speaking to the spirit behind the man. Yep. Mm. That's the prophecy. Okay, hold on. You're following me? This is in the Old Testament, right? So let's go to Matthew 16, <clears throat> 23. I said verse 14 is prophecy was given to, uh, to the king of Babylon, right? Okay. But we know he was addressing Satan. Yeah. Okay. It was given to a man, but it was speaking to the spirit behind the man. 
Okay? You got it, Matthew 16, 23? Amplified? Go ahead. But Jesus turned away from Peter mm. and said to him, Get behind me, Satan. You are in my way, an offense and a hindrance and a snare to me. For you are minding what partakes not of the nature and quality of God, but of men. Here we go. The Old Testament, all they had was the Old Testament. They didn't have the New Testament. Okay. Y'all, y'all, get the, y'all see the two? Okay, hold on. Hold on. All right. He's talking to, told Peter. He turned to Peter, but he spoke to who? Satan. In Babylon, he was talking to the king, but he wasn't talking to the king. He was talking to Satan. You don't know your king. Okay, here we go. All right. That's the problem. He turned to Peter and said, get thee behind me, Satan. See, in Scripture, this is a normal thing. It's more places. That he was talking to Satan, but he was talking to a man. Okay. Ah, okay. Let's see here. And the prophecy, you don't have to go to right now, but it's in, you'll see it start in Isaiah 14, 4. Uh, this is where, you, where you'll see the prophecy being laid out there. Uh, the reason we need to know this is because we got to go here. Ezekiel. 28, 11. Come on, follow me. Ezekiel chapter 28 at verse 11. Mm -hmm. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, take up a lamentation over the king of Tyre and say to him, thus says the Lord God, you are the full measure and pattern of exactness, giving the finishing touch to all that constitutes completeness, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Oh, my goodness. See, this is the prophecy given to the king of, uh, some say Tyree. I'm going to go with Tyree. Y'all all right? <laughs> okay, each side of Jerusalem. All right, here we go. <laughs> Verse 13. No, no, stop right there. Verse 12. He said that you were the seal of perfection. Right. Hmm. That's a lot of stuff that he was actually talking to the king of Tyree. (laughs) But he wasn't. Right. God is talking to a man, but addressing Satan again. Perfect in beauty. Not talking to the king of Tyree. Keep that in mind. Verse 13. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Mm. Every precious stone was your covering. Mm -hmm. The carnelian, topaz, jasper, chrysolite, beryl, onyx, sapphire, carbuncle, and emerald. And your settings and your sockets and engravings were wrought in gold. On the day that you were created, they were prepared. So he said that 
the prince of Tyree was in the garden. He wasn't. Okay. He wasn't in there. There was only four people in the garden. That's recorded that we know, right? Adam, Eve, God, and Satan. The king of Tyree was not there. So God is not talking to him. He's talking to Satan. So can I just throw a little side note in there? Can I throw a side note? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I got to get y'all okay. I'll keep on with the teaching. All right. <laughs> All right. The tree of life was in the garden of Eden, right? And when Adam and Eve had sinned, um, had ate from the tree, right, of the knowledge of good and evil, God drove them out of the garden and put two angels stationed at the entrance, correct? With flaming swords, right? So they could not re-enter. Correct? Okay. Just to make sure y'all got your eschatology right on this one. All right, here we go. So they couldn't eat from the tree of life and live forever. This is why they put them cherubs there with the flaming swords, right? A lot of people say that was God's judgment. How would y'all say? Y'all would y'all say that was God's judgment for their sin? Okay, the answer yes. I mean, if you, want, if you believe that. If you believe that, that's what you believe. I kind of lean toward it was his grace. Kind of lean that it was his grace. You know, grace is, in the Hebrew, is God's love toward man. That's right, yeah. Not hyper grace. You know what I mean? Okay. So, I would think, and, and, and it can be, the grace of God and God's judgment uh, is his grace. God's judgment is his grace. Yeah? Okay. Maybe y'all have been partakers of that. I know I have. All right. Remember, Adam and Eve were in the fallen state. And if they had eaten from the tree of life in that fallen state, that would have, they would have lived forever in that fallen state. If they had got back in, if they had eaten from that tree in the fallen state, they would have lived forever in a fallen state. Mm-mm-mm. See, it don't hit people. They don't really see what they don't really see his grace and what this thing is really all about. God knew he was going to redeem them. He said, we have to get them out so they don't eat from the tree of life. In the book of Revelation, it tells us that it's in heaven. And you can eat from it all you want in heaven. God wants us to eat from it in heaven. Good God Almighty. God wants us to eat from it in heaven, but in a redeemed state. Yes? Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. All right. So listen to this. Not in a fallen state, he didn't want us to do it. So whatever you're going through right now, you're still in God's grace. Amen? Because some of us have fallen. Do y'all understand? 
that you have the ability, because you've been redeemed, to get back up? See, we, we take that for granted. Something as powerful as you being redeemed. Okay, okay. Maybe that won't powerful for everybody. Ezekiel 28. Because it's hard to imagine living in that state forever. Separated. No way to get to him. Forever. In a fallen state, forever. Hey, we, we, we. Uh, Ezekiel 28. Are you at 13? Hold on. Uh, 14. Let me see. Okay. Ezekiel 28, yes. verse 14. Yes. You were the anointed cherub that covers with overshadowing wings. Mm. And I set you so. You were upon the holy mountain of God. You walked up and down in the midst of the stones of fire, like the paved work of gleaming sapphire stone upon which the God of Israel walked on Mount Sinai. Mm -hmm. Isaiah 15 to 15. Verse 15. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until iniquity and guilt were found in you. Wow. Oh, man. Hold on a second. I got to see something, all right? Make this thing right. Hold on. We're in Ezekiel, right? All right, let's go to Isaiah. Hold on a second. Back to 13. Let me look at something. Uh, yeah. Read the New King James 13. Verse 13. Yeah. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Mm -hmm. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, topaz, and diamond, beryl, Onyx and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. Okay. All right. Thy workmanship of thy timbrels, percussions, or tamarines. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, what was Maryland? What did Mar 
Miriam had in her hand. What did she have? Yeah, tamarind. Okay. All right. Tamarind. Nothing is outside of the word of God. Just got to look. So listen to this. He said, thy workmanship of thy temporals, which is percussions or tamarinds, and your pipes also translate as flutes. Okay. In the Hebrew, it means your wind instrument. And combine this with Isaiah 14. And it says, the sound of your strings instruments. If you combine those two, those two are tying in, okay? okay. All right, remember I told you to keep a, a, a pen there, right? And here in Ezekiel, I created you with temporals. I created you with percussions, instruments, and wind instruments, pipes, like a wind, like a pipe organ. Okay, okay. All instruments fall into these categories. Either string, percussion, or wind. Every instrument. Every instrument. It makes sense. Every instrument. So imagine who he was. And when you understand the Ruach HaKadosh, which is the wind, the breath of God. When he went up and down. The sanctuaries. Matter of fact, it said his. Imagine what you heard. No, y'all don't get it. Oh, well, how do you have pipes in you? God, hold on. Every instrument in creation is either a string instrument, a percussion, or a wind. I was telling them the other day, if you look at a, 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 a aerial shot of Israel, it's shaped just like a harp. <laughs> it's shaped just like a harp. Oh, y'all ain't ready. Okay. All right. What did David play? Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't even understand. Okay, here we go. Why was Satan created with these instruments in his body or his being? That's giving some thought right there. I mean, they were created in his body. I mean, a sap, I mean, that's a rock. I mean, that's. But he said these were inside of him. But I thought he was a spirit. I thought he was a spirit. But he gave you real stones that you could. But these things were found in his body. His being. Okay. You have pipes. You have percussion. I hope y'all going to get this thing. All right. There are, <laughs> I could go someplace with it. There are three archangels in the Bible. 
And of course, you'll know he was the junior worship leader, right? He was the worship leader. Right? Okay. So worship goes on in heaven. Right? Oh, so this is why you have the feast. The feasts are what? Just a rehearsal of what's going to happen. But the church ain't doing the feast because there's no rehearsal. See? But we're doing trick or trunk. I mean, for real, y'all, just think about that one for a minute. Just think about that one for a minute. It, I mean, for real, you have to think about this. The church, the living, the church, the ecclesia, the called out ones celebrate. Just change the name. But it's on the same night. And they're doing the same thing. So what would you say? I'm coming for it. Yes, I am. Because you need to know the truth. And that's the only thing that will set you free is that. Just because your pastor said it was okay, they don't make it right. It is. But I thought we was the body. It says when you see your brother in the fall, you, that's spiritual. Okay. I mean, just their, it's their holy night. It's the most holy night when they say the veil is the thinnest. For divination, for sorcery, rich, I mean, and the church is participating. Anytime you give candy or other, it's an offering. That's what it symbolizes, an offering. Familiar spirits, they disguise themselves so they wouldn't see the spirits, wouldn't recognize them. Okay, y'all don't want to do this. Y'all want to do this? Y'all want to do this? Y'all want to do You're going to have to answer to God about it. Don't be no excuse here. Mm. See, once you hear it, you can't say I didn't hear it. That's right. There you go. <laughs> you got to do that. See, in the church ain't the church is letting everybody do what they want to do instead of what we're supposed to do. Nobody want to hear the truth. They want Just let me stay in my sin. Leave me alone. Let me do my yoga. It's hot yoga. It's Christian hot yoga now. I just changed the name. That's what they did. All Saints Night. All Saints. Day of the Dead. This is all Catholicism. Okay. I mean, we got Christians with spirit cards. You know, tarot cards, they just call it spirit cards. They got spirit boards. That's a Ouija board. That, I mean, we Christians, y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. All right. Let's talk about the archangels in the Bible. Why we, why we on this same subject? So we talking about uh, Satan, right? Three angels with authority. Gabriel, Michael, and Lucifer. Okay? Anytime, anytime we have a worship service. We're going to have three components in it. Worship, the word, and prayer. Mm 
Anytime we gather. Anytime we gather, we should have worship, the word, and prayer. You know, in your quiet time with God, you should have worship, prayer, and the reading of the word. It's in your own personal quiet time. You know, your tithe of the day, two hours and 40 minutes. Give or take. <laughs> but it is your reasonable duty. Listen to this. Anytime you see Gabriel, he's announcing the word. Anytime you saw Gabriel in the Bible, he was announcing the word. I got to talk about him because we're talking about the archangels. And Satan was in archangel authority. He brought the word the way, listen, he, he brought it to Mary, the mother of Jesus, right? He brought the word to Zechariah, the father of John the Baptist, right? So Gabriel brings the word of the Lord. Okay? So when you see Michael, he's answering prayer. Daniel chapter 10. And when the angel is trying to get an answer to Daniel, to Daniel's prayer, the ruling angel, Michael, had to come and help him. The ruling angel over prayer. See, this is why you've seen the scary movies. You see the, the Catholics, you know, be calling on to angels, to, to Holy Spirit, you know, all, our Michael the Archangels, you know that. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you where it all comes from. Okay. Gabriel rules over the word. Michael rules over prayer. And y'all know Lucifer ruled over what? It said he ruled. I love it in that book. It said in that chapter, it said he was, he, he were, he's not anymore. He's not presiding over the throne of God anymore for worship. He is no longer that. Right? Last thing I want to help y'all with. This is good. Can I help y'all with something? Did y'all understand that? You sure? Ezekiel 28, 16, King James. Don't help out somebody with this one. Adam. <laughs> We're almost finished here. New King James. Ezekiel chapter 28 mm -hmm. at verse 16 in the New King James. It so reads, through the abundance of your commerce, you were filled with lawlessness and violence, and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you out as a profane thing from the mountain of God. And the guardian cherub drove you out from the midst of the stones of fire. Go back up to the top right there. And you see, by the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within. And the top there says the abundance of your comrades, right? Mm -hmm. So in the Hebrew, of your trading means merchandising. Hold on. So watch this. This is what Satan was doing. So 
if if I have a let me see whether did you like shoes? So if I own a store that had shoes and I was selling my shoes for three hundred dollars and I yeah that's some good shoe <laughs> if I sold that shoe for three hundred dollars right and I put two hundred dollars in the register and I kept a hundred dollars for myself That's called merchandising. That's called merchandising. Cindy. So, the 300, the full price is supposed to go through my hands to the owner. But I kept 100 of it. And I began to, and I, and I merchandised that. So Satan was the anointed cherub that was over what? The worship. So he was, he was supposed to be the conduit that the worship supposed to go through. But he kept some of the worship for himself. Oh, y'all ain't ready. You've been taught all wrong on this. You ain't ready for this. So he, this is what merchandising means that he stole. He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He comes to make merchandise of your worship. If you would do anything, he said, bow down, Jesus, and worship me. He steals your worship. His job, listen, it was the whole, see, and this is why. A third of the angels fell. This is why he said, I saw him cast down like lightning. You can't stay in the presence of God. Worship is only reserved for me, God. Only worship was reserved from him. And he, what, he merchandised it. Listen, this is some of my worship here. So he, he, he showed it to the other ones. He gave it to the other ones. The third that fell with them. You have to steal it. Same thing you do with your tithe. Same thing you do. He changes not. He's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. This is what he was doing. He then he presented it like it was his. So every time you come to worship, you don't open your mouth. You don't praise God. He's making merchandise of you. He's making merchandise of you. Because you have pipes. You have percussions. You have the wind instrument. Now, you know why? The praise, you, there is no worship leader in heaven now because it's you. 
Know you not that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. He told you he walked through the sanctuaries. Y'all missing it? Why you don't worship? Why you don't get one hallelujah? Why you don't tear up the carpet? Why you don't knock over a chair? Why you don't, why you don't worship? He's making merchandise of you. I don't, I don't do that. That's not me. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely is not you. <laughs> Absolutely is not you. Because if you are born again, you have a new you. Built to worship. Yeah, y'all not ready. Teacher, this is what he's done. This is what the merch, this is what he made commerce. And he started selling saying, this is, this is mine. He was the anointed chair that covered. The worship was supposed to go through him to God. Y'all not ready. Y'all hear the scriptures we hear over and over again. We had no understanding. We won't do the research. We won't understand what's going on. Man. And I told Jesus, I didn't know what to do today. <laughs> but he always, he, he, brings, he brings himself. He brings understanding. He, he wants us not to be ignorant of the scriptures and how important worship is to him. And when he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, this is when you don't worship him. When you don't, I mean, my grandson is one and a half, and he got it already. Oh, look at Timmy. He just cute. He got his hands up. He's worshiping. And he knows how to do it. Take him anywhere. I don't care where we go. He's got his hands up, and he's worshiping. And why can't you? He comes to steal. That's what he did. He stole worship. Out of all the things he offered him, the kingdoms of the world, took him on the high pinnacle, everything, ultimately he said, I want your worship. Because that is establishes that I'm God. Because worship is only resided for God. Only. Not things, not no person, not yourself. Oh, man. Hey, teacher. Oh, y'all some robbers. Oh, Will a man, he said, rob me in tithe and offering. Yes. Glory to God. In worship. See, I told y'all, the gold that they stuck and the silver they took out, that was the, that was the uh, offering. That was the, the tithe. That was the, what was dedicated to God. And you don't, you don't, you think it's nothing. And we respond like this. It doesn't mean anything. means everything to God. See, it's not money. It's your heart. He desire. He told you, my desire is to be like this. He said, then he said, I'm going to be just like the most high. You can't even get above. You want to be like him. As high as he wanted to ascend, teacher, he could never get above higher. I mean, can we just give God, yeah. I mean, with everything that's within you, can we just give God a hand clap of praise just to exalt him for his word. 
for his word. His word is able to change our life, our whole mindset, how we think, how we move, how we exist. Can we just thank our Lord for salvation tonight? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord God, for your word tonight. Your word that's able to save and, and set free, Lord God. You're able to deliver us, Lord. We thank you tonight. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you. So many times that we just, Lord God, we tend to just forget your goodness and your, your tender mercies. We, we live this life and move in this life as if you're not our God. You're not our creator of all. He has given us so much. And I tell you, the enemy, from what I'm hearing from this message, the, the enemy, he, he's, he's come for this very purpose, to rob you from your, your desire, the way that God created you. He designed you to desire him and him only. It's only through his love that you can experience other and actually love others. Our affection and our love is towards God and God alone. And through that, you're able to love others. The word of God. The enemy wants to weaken us. And he weakens us through frustration, situation, people. Whether it's our family, our loved one. But the enemy, he comes and he tries to wear the saints out. The word of God says, I've given you power, love, and a sober, sound, well-balanced, healthy mind. We're not supposed to be thinking unhealthy. And that power, we, I'm realizing that the people of God, what, what we've been, we've been abused through what we were birthed in. And I'm not, Pastor already has given me the word, but I just want to leave you with a way to come out of what you were birthed in. We were birthed in tradition. A lot of what we, why is so, so much of a challenge to love and with the word that we're hearing to actually live it out in reality, not the way that we think that we should, but in the spirit. He said, only those who worship him in spirit and, and, and truth, you're able to be in his presence. And I'm realizing why our life doesn't mirror the word of God is because we are not in his presence. I'm talking about in reality. I'm talking about that he has placed eternity in our, in our hearts. And we're supposed to be living from the throne of God. We're seated on the right-hand side of the Father. And if that's the case, why is it so difficult for us to love? Why is it so difficult for us to, to live a righteous life? The enemy has brought a great deception and his main desire over the believer is to blind our mind. There's a blindness over the mind of the people of God. See, this is where we think from and this is where we see. 
We don't see with our natural eyes. We don't feel with our natural senses. But that's how we are behaving. That's not kingdom living. Until we come to the place of that God is our everything and lay down our entire life for him. It's not when we, we want to. Until you can actually get to a place in your heart that you have decided that no matter what goes on in my house, outside of my house, because I, I've been just thinking, just bear with me. You all can just, you can sit or be, stay in or whatever you want to do. Um, I just have to share uh, a moment. And the moment I, I want to share with you is my thought and my conversation with the Holy Spirit when it comes to the body of Christ. And we have a lot of people that we, we've seen some people that have died and passed and went on, right? And that still doesn't change us. We see even at times our body is afflicted and it still doesn't change us. Because still this seemed to be our home, earth. My question to the Holy Spirit is that, when are we going to really live for you, Lord? When are we really going to get to work and really cast out demons? Why are we allowing the enemy to weaken our minds and our, our choices and, and the decisions that we make in life? When will our life really match the word of God? When you leave this place, when you go home, you be with your husband, your children. When would my life really match that? And why is it okay that it isn't matching that? Why is it okay? Why is that the norm? We ought to. Pastor, I didn't get up to say all that. But I did get up to say that we say that we're not ignorant of the enemy devices. But we live as though we are. We live as if we're powerless, and he's given us power to overcome the enemy. We have a winning victory, but somewhere in our mind, just like, Pastor, when you first start to teach, it was a, a uneasiness, and it was a, There's a noise that goes on in the spirit that's not of God. And I was sensing that in the beginning. I'm like, why is it so much noise? When we come into the house of God, we don't quiet ourselves and, and, and prepare to really listen. And I mean, shut down all. See, what it's difficult for me to actually really here because I'm hearing all the, the noise that's not spoken. And then I'm still hearing even now what, what was just said, what was really taught. 
And until we come to a real place in our relationship with God, the reality is our relationship with him as sure as our name that we know that your name is Cindy, Evangelist Cindy. Is our relationship that sure? For me, it's hard to to sit in knowing that there's a lot of resentment or resisting of the word. I want when you leave today to actually have a word in you. We get so used to hearing the word, but we never hear the voice. 